0: Okay, we're live. Hi everyone, we are
1: Sunflowers and Red Feathers. I'm Christina. And I'm Stephanie. We are two moms living in the before and after of child loss.
0: Join us in this journey as we share our stories of not only loss, but
1: how life after loss can still be full of beauty, love, hope, and joy. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our channel to stay up to date on when we post a new video. Hey, it's us with Sunflowers and Red Feathers. I'm Stephanie.
0: And I'm Christina. This week, we are talking about uh, ways to honor your children after they've passed. So we decided to... Um, do this because it seems like this time of year, we're all struggling with, you know, how do we go through the holidays and stuff, um, without your kid. And we've kind of learned a few things the last three years since our sons have died. And so we wanted to, to share those with you.
1: Yeah. So some of the things that we have come up with, um, and things that we do in our families, um, are just starting off with writing a poem, singing a song, um, starting a blog, Um, Just ways to keep um, our child in our memories and doing things. Um, For me, I have some songs that I listen to. Like if I need to feel close to my little boy, I will listen to Even If by Mercy Me. Um, It's one way that we talk to our boys about, you know, having faith even during trials Um, and always believing in our Savior, obviously. Um, that's something that helps our family. Definitely. It reminds us to have hope no matter what. And, um, that helps us to feel close to him. Another thing that we do, well, I do. And my boys do is, um, listen to Joshua's favorite song. And it was 10,000 mm-hmm. reasons by Matt Redman. And so whenever I listen to that, I can still hear him singing in the back seat of the car. And I always like start bawling, obviously. <laughs> um, oh. So those are the things that we do. Um, I know Christina has something that she does. I'll let her share that. Yeah.
0: So after my son Mason died, um, music, I'm a very musical, creative person. So music is very, it speaks to my soul. So, and I'm a singer and um, right about the time that he died, Mercy Me's song, even if was on the radio, a lot. And I would have to be alone to listen to it all the way through because I would just break down. But another song, well, if you don't, have you've heard that song, you know that at the end he sings uh, a line from it as well. It as well with my soul, and um, so that song also. Bethel came out with a version of it as well, and uh, somebody shared that with me, and it became kind of like my song for Mason because we actually sang the old hymn at his memorial service, and um, so it's kind of become my song for him. I I've ended up singing it at our church probably the last, actually all three anniversaries around that time. And so, as you can see from my yellow shirt, I kind of shared it the last time. Um, it's just my song for Mason, because it's a good reminder. I think, you know, the, the expression, fake it till you make it. That was definitely the song for me, because it's so hard to be able to say it as well when it's when you're broken and it's everything is not okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's one of those things that if you just keep saying it over and over again, eventually your heart uh, learns to to actually feel it. So. Anyways,
1: that's my, my long version of why I love it as well. Um, no, it's totally true though. And like yeah. we do this, we do our blog cast. Those help us um, memorials. I can't talk. Ooh, memorialize our children. Um, and just, there's lots of things that you can do. Another thing you can do if you're parenting children, um, as our case, we have both have children um, that came into our families after we lost our boys. Um, mm-hmm a tradition that we do at Christmas is we give our boys um, a book from Joshua. And so the first book that they got the first Christmas after we lost Josh, it was um, the invisible string. And it is the cutest story. It talks about how we have invisible strings that link from our hearts to the hearts of our loved ones and how they can reach, you know, here on earth and even in heaven. And that's one we read mm-hmm. to the boys a lot. And then last year we got them a Hug from Heaven, which is the sweetest book, and I absolutely love it. I recommend it to anyone that has children on Earth and in Heaven, definitely.
0: Um, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to look into those because I don't—I've never read either of them. But you talk about them so much, and so. Um, my son Noah is two and a half and my son Everett is one. So they're kind of getting to the age where they they really enjoy reading books. So it'll be fun to see them kind of like be able to make that connection once they get a little bit older, like, Oh, this isn't just a story. This is actually real. And somebody was here before me. Um, Oh, that's the name of the other book. So, uh, we also found this other book that is more for, um, I think more like pregnancy infant loss. Mm-hmm. So if you had lost it, a little, little baby, and then um, had a rainbow baby. Afterwards, we saw this book called Someone Came Before You. So um, I'll read those titles again in case you don't want to look into them. So Someone Came Before You, A Hug from Heaven, and The Invisible String. So look into those three books if you have little kids that are um, still here on earth and you have one in heaven. Another thing that um, is really special to me and my family um, a good idea is you can plant like a memorial garden, a memorial tree. I've seen a lot of people in um, a lot of grief support support groups who have gotten um, like a bench or some kind of marker placed at a local park, maybe somewhere that your child has played at if they're a younger child or if they're an adult child, maybe at some kind of national park if you are an outdoorsy kind of person. Um, but really, depending on where you live, there's a lot of different um places that you can request to have that kind of thing done. Like here, we have Kleiner Park, which they have like a memorial area and you can get people's names put on bricks and then they pave the little pathway with bricks, which is really cool. Or even um, like a columbarium at a church, something like that, instead of burying them or just having them in an urn, you can have some kind of marker or a place that you can visit. So for my family specifically, we had somebody give us, it was actually my brother-in-law's sister gave us a little uh, maple tree seed. And at the time, like right after he died, my son died, Mason, I had no, uh, I did not want to plant a seed and try to care for a tree. Like I could barely keep my care for myself. I, there's no way I wanted to plant a tree. So anyways, my brother-in-law and my sister, thankfully they um, planted it. And after about, at the first year anniversary, they're like, hey, like, take your tree. (laughs) So finally, we got the tree and our second anniversary, we planted it at the house that we lived at. And um, now at this third anniversary, we just had back in August, we just moved and planted it finally, hopefully, in its final ground in front of our house. But every year we take pictures with this tree and Um, We all wear yellow for Mason, and on his anniversary date, which is August 1st, we uh, take pictures with his tree, and I look forward to seeing it grow and thrive, and we planted it on the outside of our house, Um, we're in a downtown, we live downtown Nampa now, so hopefully over the years if we do move, we'll still be able to see it growing, because it's in the front yard, so. I love that oh, tree. I'm long-winded today. Sorry, Stephanie.
1: <laughs> no, it's good. I absolutely love that tree and I love that idea. I'm so glad yeah. that they took care of that tree for you. So that way you'd have that. That's so special. Yeah. Um, our family. Um, we actually have a marker. We ended up cremating Joshua, so we don't have a burial spot for him. Um, and so we have a memorial marker that um is placed at the spot where they found his body. So kind of sounds weird, but uh, we end up going there uh, every year and we take the boys and we take pictures there. Um, Sometimes it feels a little morbid, but um, it's just, I don't know, it's become a special place for our family and it helps us to feel close to him. We usually go and we um, pray as a family and we talk about and share memories of Joshua there. And I think it's become a meaningful tradition for our family. Um we also have um at Joshua's preschool there is a buddy bench with a plaque for him. Um one of oh, the parents of a little girl that uh Joshua used to be friends with. Um the father made the bench for us and it's in the pre- preschool room and it's adorable and I love it. Oh, I <laughs> so that's something that? special for us. Yeah, it's that's pretty so special. Cute. We like it. <laughs> yeah. And then we have red rose bushes outside of our front yard. That are yes. Joshua's
0: roses. Everything in front of my house is yellow. All the
1: flowers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny how, like, just little things just help you. um, Bring you joy. Something that simple. And I know how- they do bring you joy. Like every year in the spring when my roses start blooming, like my heart explodes. It's like, yay, my little boy here.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know if it was just know. me, but I had never noticed wild sunflowers until the summer that was coming up to his first year anniversary. And I was like, where did all these sunflowers come from? And they're just everywhere. They lined the freeways everywhere we drove. Every time we like went on a road trip, like they would line the road. And I just felt like God was just like, Hey, Mason's still here with you. Like, just put on your happy face. Like everything's going to be okay. And I just, I thought of him the whole time we were gone. Cause there was sunflowers everywhere, even in our backyard, a wild sunflower just popped up. And I was like, okay. I see (laughs) you.
1: Well, I see like red and yellow flowers all the time now, like together. And I was like, oh, it's Josh and Nathan. (laughs) I I remember (laughs) when you went to uh, Hawaii and you asked me (laughs) if I needed anything. And I was like a picture of a red flower and you sent me pictures and it was the best. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It's those little simple things that just bring so much joy no matter what. I love it.
0: And that's something you could do kind of related to our last video. If you know somebody who's lost a child and they have something like that, just randomly send them pictures like that. Cause when Stephanie sends me yellow stuff and I send her red stuff, I know it, it just it hits you in the heart.
1: It's good. So true. So true. Yes. Um, so moving on to uh, the next point that we wanted to talk about was um, like releasing things um, on their anniversary or angel angelversary I call it angel angelversary so the day that they passed away so if you're an angel Either you way. Understand that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so one thing that we do um we are part of a grief group the compassionate friends and so every year in August it is August right yes August so we do September balloon release September. September oh my goodness <laughs> so in <laughs> September we do a balloon release at each year and that is a beautiful way um, that a lot of parents get together and we remember our children this last year. We did one in the park um, that was so awesome, a socially distanced one. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was so amazing. Uh, can I tell the bagpipe story? Yes, please. Okay. So um, they had, we were at the park this year and there was a group of bagpipe players there. And oh, yeah. we did a little memorial walk around the pond. And I was like, I'm going to go ask them if they can go play a song for us. And I walked over to the leader and I was like, hey, do you guys take requests? And he was like, it (laughs) depends. He was like, who is this lady walking up to me? And I explained what we were doing. And he was like, I'll do anything for you. And I asked them if they can play Amazing Grace. And it was amazing. I bawled my eyes out it was so beautiful (sighs) they came over and they played it and oh just the feeling like it was beautiful I don't know how to explain it other than that it was perfect yeah just from memory
0: like I don't know was it four or five guys came over and they just lined up and stood in front of all of us holding our little balloons and then we just let them go and Amazing Grace was playing in the background it was amazing it was, it was.
1: I that was one I'll never forget. That was beautiful. Um. So each year we yeah. we write um something on the balloons and we release them as a group and that is that's been healing. I I don't know what it is about that, but it's healing. Um. And there's other things that you can do like release lanterns or butterflies. I know that's something that you do. Yeah,
0: I saw another one uh, throwing like rivers, rivers roses on that's the solid. river. You know, <laughs>
1: watching them <laughs> float
0: away or something, or in a pond. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, butterflies is a great one. We actually had our church, um, they do a yellow Sunday. So the Sunday that's closest to August 1st, either before or after. I think the first year it right, was like the 3rd, August 3rd or something. So right after his anniversary, um, they decided to do yellow Sunday and we we released butterflies. It was really cool. That is
1: really cool. I love
0: that. Yes. Cool. All um, right. I'll take the next one. So um, another thing that we can do or you can do for to honor your child is on their memorial date, whether it be um, like their angel anniversary or even their birthday. I did. I went to, up to my son's grave on his birthday one year. Um, but just take pictures with um, either their headstone or with their urn. And um, like I said, our family wears everybody wears yellow and we take pictures um, up. And he was actually buried in a small town about an hour and a half away. And so it's a little bit of a road trip. So we don't just visit him like every day. Um, but so we take pictures. We try at least every year to take pictures as a family with his headstone at his gravesite.
1: I love that. And we always do the memorial place. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, but another thing mm. we do is take pictures as a family. And whenever we take family pictures is we, um, always have Joshua's teddy bear that represents yeah. him. I know yeah. in a lot of, in a lot of families that have lost a child, they have something that represents their child and, um, Joshua's teddy mm-hmm. bear. And sometimes his hat, his lightning McQueen hat is in our pictures somewhere. Um, we can either be holding it or it's just off to the side, but there's always always something that represents Joshua. So
0: Yeah, I've done like a pinwheel. Um, I just always wear like my Mason jewelry. So it's either like his, his fingerprint necklace or yellow bracelet or something yellow. Oh, yeah, I can show off my tattoo. (laughs) That's always there, no matter what, even if I forget, which I won't.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, I have a friend that lost a child and she uses a lantern. um, And it's just inconspicuously in the picture every time the little Source of light, <laughs> her little boy. I think that's adorable. Yes, I yeah, like and then, um, just taking photos of something in nature we talked about, you know, butterflies or sunflowers and red roses mm-hmm. um, anything that helps you feel closer to your little boy, your angel.
0: So, this one kind of reminded me when we started our Sunflowers and Red Feathers Instagram account, um, a lot of people that started following us were people who are like grief bloggers. And so a lot of their Instagram accounts are just pictures of just that, things that make them think of their children. Um, so it could be pictures of nature or you know, anything yellow or red, whatever makes you think about them and then you just write about it. So um, for me, it's dandelions, sunflowers, anything yellow. For Stephanie, it's red roses. So if you oh are- God. Red feather, little Roman. Um, So if you have something that or if you just need a way to honor your child and you don't know what else to do, I think just starting a private Instagram, like blogging account or even just a blog in general, get your feelers out and something that you can look back on and see how you've progressed down your grief journey or anything like that. I think that kind of support is helpful.
1: And don't forget to say their name. We want to hear about your kids. So tell us about them. Please, please, please. We'd love to.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Another thing we talked Mm -hmm. about was, sorry, I'm moving. (laughs) Creating a place in your home for your child's special things. Um, It can be a bookshelf with trinkets, photos, quotes, um, books, or other things Um, in our house. We have, well, oh, we have Joshua everywhere in our house. <laughs> Let's That's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have pictures of him everywhere. He's still very much a part of our family. So um, he's everywhere, but um, he has a special place um, in our home. Uh, I have a spot in my bedroom. So I have a wall that has pictures of Joshua and I have his urn there and um, his teddy bear. <laughs> but his in his old bedroom, um, one of the other boys sleeps in there right now, and there's the crib in there. But his bed is still made up, um, and it has the quilt that was made for us with all of his shirts on it. And then his bedroom wall, like where next to his bed, we have a collage of copies of all of his artwork there. Um, and I, absolutely I remember that was a him. hard thing for you. I remember that yeah, taking all of his artwork down was so hard. Um, but I just made copies of it, and we put. Um, everything in a big picture frame, and so it covers his bedroom wall. And I absolutely love it. It's beautiful every Lots time I go. In, I, it. I will. I will do that. It's beautiful, though. I love it.
0: I think we should but do some cool. kind of a house tour of all the things around our house someday. We'll do like a live Sorry, video. Either. Yeah, <laughs>
1: cool. I love that.
0: <laughs> so uh, I used to have a mason wall. So we've moved since my son died, and um, it's always hard transitioning from like your kid being there and not just being a, a normal picture wall to, okay, now this is like a memorial wall because those pictures will never change ever again. And um, so I remember making this wall, like a Mason wall and I changed out all the photos and they were all pictures of, they had him in it in some way with, with a grandparent or one of us. And then when we moved, I was like, so do I put my Mason wall back up or do I just incorporate Mason everywhere? And so we have these cute little built-ins at our house and I decided to just switch out some of the pictures and, um, put some of every child up there, but, um, we have yellow now all throughout our house. So there's a sunflower here. There's a dandelion there. There's it as well over here. So he's not necessarily, not that I don't care if people come to my house and think I'm a weirdo, but, um, I guess for me, I didn't want to move on either. Like that's not the wrong thing to say, but I guess I didn't want like, something that was just like in your face like a mason wall he's just a little bit everywhere now but i everywhere. do have yeah. like you um in my bedroom is more like like the huge picture of mason's face and <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be out in the living room but so yeah i think your bedroom has like a little more of a personal area you can have that kind of stuff me yeah definitely
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, i remember my husband after joshua died he was like i don't want a josh shrine and i was like i totally get it i totally get it
0: (laughs) and that's totally cool if you do because i know people who love that and they have entire rooms and tables and whatever dedicated and that's totally fine do if that's healing for
1: you do you (laughs) yeah that works for me it
0: wasn't but you know you know anyway
1: i get it (laughs) totally Oh, um, so another thing is making sure that we celebrate their birthday. Uh, We do that every year. Like that's not a date that you're just going to (laughs) forget. That's the date you became a mom. That's the date you became a parent. Um, and that birthday is special. Even though our child doesn't age, um, celebrate that birthday for, oh, Mm. sorry. My phone's starting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so for us uh, we always have his favorite meal for his birthday this kid was a true blue Mm -hmm. Idaho kid and we have Yankee pot roast and mashed potatoes every year for his birthday along with cake and ice cream and it's so fun to have that meal as a family just remember that that's what that kid loved he loved fresh bread Yankee pot roast and mashed potatoes all the way potato kid (laughs) that's great
0: (laughs) I love that. So when we, um, when Mason died, I was 10 weeks pregnant with my second. So when he died, I had no kids until six months later. Um, so I'm trying to remember what we did that first. Oh, the first year we went up, uh, and his birthday's in December. So we drove up to his um, tombstone, just my husband and I. I always say that. What do you call it? Grave, headstone, tombstone sounds so horrible. Anyways, we drove up to the cemetery where he was buried. Um, but then every year since then, we've added, more children. So we started doing uh, Jabbers, which is kind of like a little kid's play area. And so um, we used to wear plaid for Mason because I, when as soon as I found out I was having a little boy, I was like, I want to put him in plaid. It's so cute. Little boys wear plaid and jeans. And so plaid <laughs> for Mason until it became yellow, like when he was alive, it was plaid. So um, we wear plaid on his birthday and we go to Jabbers and all of his little cousins get together and play and we don't like seeing "Happy Birthday" or anything like that. We didn't really have like favorite food meal because he's only 19 months. So, unless you want to eat avocados and blueberries, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. My kids like but um, anyway, so yeah, that's what we do on his birthdays. We get together as a family. We're clad and play.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm sure there's something that everybody does for their yeah. kids, and I think that's great. I love it. So another thing um that is really special that you can do each year is is it december 13th is that the world Light?
0: yeah it's always the second sunday so this year it's uh december
1: 13th okay do you want to explain that oh sorry yes so um
0: (laughs) second sunday in december is something called the worldwide candle lighting ceremony and so it's annual event and it's kind of like the wave of light that we just had in october for uh pregnancy and infant loss um, but this one is for just any child, adult, or young. Um, and so for 24 hours, depending on whatever your local time is all around the world, a candle will be lit at 7 p.m. So um, that is usually, and I actually confirmed with the local lady here, we do have uh, an event. But you can go on to the TCF, the Compassionate Friends National website, and type in your area and find an event that's happening near you or you can always just light a candle at your house at 7 p.m. and just know that yours is one of the candles that are making that wave of light all around the world and we have 24 hours of light to um, honor our children so that's really cool so december 13th it is the annual annual worldwide candle lighting ceremony
1: i think our family's done that for the last three years now um, and it's always cold cause it's outside. Yes, um, so we bundle up and we, um, do a little green belt walk, um, holding a candle. And that's always really, s- it's special. Um, we get yeah, together a as a ceremony, big group. Too. What was that?
0: Remember ours has a ceremony with like the five candles. Um, yes. they all have a different meaning
1: and she goes through and explains them all. And then we all walk around the pond. Yep. It's really neat. So if you have, mm-hmm. um, yeah look it up and see what where it is in your area. That's something I encourage you to do or at least have a candle at home that's really special. yep yeah. everybody else be doing it. <laughs> All right so let us know what thi- what are things that you do. I can't talk today for some reason, but <laughs> let us know what you do to honor your child. There's lots of things yeah. that you can do
0: um, yeah
1: yeah. yeah. All right. So we wanted to also announce a few fun things for us. Um, Christina and I started something new and we started a new Etsy shop. Do you want to kind of explain what's in our shop?
0: Yay. So um, I I don't know if you've read or not, but Stephanie and I are uh, just stay at home moms. And so we do this because we want to, um, Be helpful for other parents that are grieving, whether you're a mom or a dad or sibling, grandparents, whatever. And um, so it takes time out of our busy lives as moms and whatever else we have going on. And so we decided that um, as a way to support us, we should find a way to bring in some income because we would really like to do something like Well, I just kind of came up with this name. I forgot to ask you about it, like a hope and joy box. So if there's like a new uh, grieving parent that you like a friend of yours that lost a child, we'd like to be able to give them a box of something that would be beneficial to them. And so something that Stephanie has done is um, essential oils. And so we have this grief blend that we would like to be able to give people, but that all costs money. Like oils are expensive. And so We're like, okay, how can we sell these things and generate some money so that we can give people these gifts? So we started an Etsy shop, and you can, first of all, you can just buy that grief oil blend if it's something that you think would be beneficial to you. Um, But that money, just keep in mind that that is just a way to support us and for us to be able to make those boxes for other people. And so right now we just have um, that grief oil blend that you can purchase, and um, we have we're gonna start making some T-shirts. So Um, We both have our kind of inspirational T-shirts that we've had made by somebody else, but we decided that we wanted to make our own. So um, if you followed our Instagram account on the stories a couple days ago, I posted a couple of pictures and I'll continue to do that as we design them. But right now we have one that it says always in my heart on the T-shirt. And then inside, kind of like on the inside of the T-shirt here, it has a secret little heart see with your child's name on it so it can carry your child over your heart um not necessarily so the whole world can see and you know ask you makes you cry in the middle of target but <laughs> but yeah so it's kind of a secret inscription of their name and you can wear it over your heart and it says always in my heart on the front of the shirt so we have those two items in there right now and we'll continue to make some more t-shirts maybe make some greeting cards
1: well, not Good, greeting yeah. but
0: cards and um yeah. I think up. it's
1: beautiful. Up and I'm there. super excited to share that with you guys. Also, I wanted to announce that we have a giveaway going on right now. So yeah. we are looking for followers and likes and subscribers to our YouTube channel. Um, right. As soon as we can get 150, we will be doing a fun giveaway. Yay! Woo. Giveaway! <laughs> <laughs> um, so be sure that you are liking us on Facebook, following us on Instagram, and subscribing to our youtube channel so yes Facebook, be sure to tag a friend um i don't have all of my rules on there to enter to win um but basically like follow and subscribe to our channel tag a friend and share our post and you will be in to win a shirt for you as well as your friend yes it's gonna be exciting
0: <laughs> well, we appreciate all the support we've gotten so far, you guys. And um, please continue to think of us if you have any friends that um, unfortunately become part of our group circle and um, share our, our Facebook and everything with them. And um, feel free to reach out to us if you need any advice or um, really anything. We'd love to help you guys. So that's all we got for today. Um, stay tuned for our next Thank video you. next week. Yep. All right.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.